What's good, party people? What's good? What's up, everybody? I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. Tonight has been, a t actually, I should say today has been a very, very, very extreme happy day Some in some people's minds in Washington. You know, in some people's thoughts and mindsets has been, you know, changed dramatically today. Some people feel as though that uh, y'all know how it is in Washington right now. Some people are mixed emotions about the firing of Jay Gruden. But I'd like to welcome y'all to the Real Sports Show. Like I said tonight, I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And for this show to be going live for tomorrow morning, I'm going to also say good morning to everyone, too, as well. So... Like I said, the first topics of the night is the first topic of the tonight will be the firing of Jay Gruden. Our next topic is going to be my next topic is going to be for tonight the Mystics. The next one after that is going to be how about the Nationals, and then we're gonna go into Dallas, you know, a little bit of Dallas, and then we're gonna go in a little something different though, as the days go on. The NBA has started back up too as well. So we're going to talk about it a little bit tonight, people. We're going to really talk about this tonight. And I feel as though that, you know, a lot of people want to hear what my little opinion of the firing of Jay Gruden is. So as everybody knows, Jay Gruden has been fired today. He got fired at 5 o'clock in the morning. And um, how do I feel about it? Well, I said it on the last couple shows ago. I mean, on a couple shows ago that... His days are numbered if they don't win. I said it a couple days ago. If they don't change up and get us out of this quagmire situation, he'll be gone. I know I said that even if, you know, we can kind of change the dynamic of this team just a little bit to become a, you know, more of an even groove kill team. It'll work for us. But this man didn't get fired because of the fact that he was 0-5. That was one of the reasons. Everybody has heard about the leaked video that came out about Jay Gruden with an unidentified girl smoking some weed, I think it, we think it was, in the video. People know about these things. People leaked the video. Come on now, Washington. If nobody's ever heard about this video until this past weekend, after this weekend just passed, nobody knew nothing about it until the video got leaked. Well, so what is that really saying about Washington? What is that really saying about this team? Jay Gruden, they said this, Jay Gruden said this, this is a production-based business. And I didn't get it done, Gruden told Gruden told a reporter at the Washington Post. This team, I mean, he says, I just wish I could have had all of our offensive players, he said. We never got to flex our offensive muscle on his team. This is all from Jay Gruden. Now, I've heard from Bruce Allen earlier today that he said that we had to move in a different direction from the team of Jay Gruden. Bill Callahan is now our our head coach. That's fine. But that does not mean he was just the only one that had to walk. That don't mean that he was just the only one that, that had to take the L's just like we all did. No. All that means is Greg Minuski is safe. From being fired just this week. Mm -mm. No people. That's not. That's not the direction that this team needs to go into. If you're going to fire one. You need to fire the next one too. These are my thoughts. And these are my opinions. If you're going to fire Jay Gruden. You need to fire 
doggone Greg Minuski too as well because his defense ain't performing the way it should be in the second half of playoff and the second half of games that count. The defense shows up in the first half. Defense doesn't show up in the second half. What kind of adjustments are you making? Offense moves the ball one game. The defense doesn't get the get doesn't get off the field on third downs. So Whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Now you're gonna have to bring it. Now everybody known that I told everybody on Monday, Jay Gruden was getting fired on Monday. It was coming. Jay Gruden will be fired after the Patriots game on Monday. He is gone. So how do we get out of this quagmire situation? Well, Bill Callahan, he's an he was an offensive coordinator. He played he coached for the Oakland Raiders a couple years ago. Okay, that's fine. That's daddy. That's cool. But where does that leave my team now going forward? Who is the starting quarterback for this team? Now, I'm not here to be biased here, people. I'm not here to be just talking about my my team, the Washington Redskins, who's sitting in last place behind the New York Giants. And the Giants ain't even proven any doggone thing in, their, in, in the division anyway to prove to be relevant at all, period. Right now, but except for Danny Dimes, which is Daniel Jones, which they're sitting at a record of two and three. The Dallas Cowboys are sitting at three and two right now, leading the division right now. Tied for the division title. I'm tied for the division right now with the Philadelphia Eagles. When the Washington Redskins are sitting at 0-5 at the beginning of the season. We got 11 games left, people. We got a lot more football to play. And you just fired the head coach. It's fine. It's fine when you have something going forward for the team. Bill Callahan is a great coach. He's a good, he's an okay coach. He's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes down towards can he guide this team in the right direction, we'll find that out on Sunday at 1 o'clock when we play the Miami Dolphins. We'll find out what adjustments come on later on this week of who's going to be here and who's not going to be here later on this week. I'm just waiting on the bombshell when they fire Greg Minuski. Now I've talked to a lot of fans around the around the way. I've talked to a lot of people, and a lot of people are feeling kind of here and there about the Jay Gruden firing. A lot of people are excited. A lot of people aren't. Bruce Allen says this locker room has a lot of chemistry. I have never known for this man to step foot in the locker room at all. When has this man ever stepped in the locker room and came to a press conference? But the energy around this building has a lot of explosiveness going on here, supposedly. Supposedly, supposedly that this team has a lot more to give. So why didn't they give it when Jay Gruden was here? Could he not just bring out the best in the people that he had? Can he not get the, the same respect from his players? Chris Thompson sitting up there crying about a man that is getting fired tomorrow. Jay Gruden said in his press conference yesterday, if my key fits, it fits. I'll come back to work. If it doesn't fit, he ain't even get a chance to get, see if it'll fit in the door. He got fired at five, 5 to 6 o'clock this morning while everybody was still kind of sleeping and everybody was wondering when that bombshell was going to happen. There has not been a head coach that got fired in years in midseason. Come on now, people. That tells you something. That tells you something. Is it the locker room chemistry? It will it get better? Only time will tell after 11 games. Can they put off a miracle for nine games to get out the hole? We'll see in the nine games. But for right now, Philadelphia is looking like they're going to take the division. Philadelphia will take this division. Dallas, I don't, for, I mean, if for me, I don't foresee Dallas is getting going to take this division. Now, here in Washington, they have already caliber coaches that's coming that they want to 
um, come in here and suit up and do it with. It, it's, it's, it's crazy right now in Washington. It's crazy. Mike Tomlin, that's just one coach. Bill Callahan, going forward with Bill Callahan as their offensive coach. I mean, as their uh, head coach. I even heard Jason Garrett might be in the running to be our head coach. Now, we all know what Jason Garrett is about. He's a Dallas Cowboys head coach as of right now. And the way I see it is, is this. Jason Garrett comes to Washington. I'm not saying it's a nightmare because he's a good head coach. He got his team to an NFC championship game. Apparently, he has some locker room chemistry with his players right now. He's a quarterback's coach. And I don't think he handles the nonsense. And and, and I don't think he puts up with the nonsense at all. But we all know he's Jerry Jones' puppet. And that puppet has almost ran his course if Dallas doesn't produce this year. We all know that. Dallas fans is waiting for that day to happen. But no, I don't want to hand me down from some other place like Dallas. I don't want to hand me downs. Mike Tomlin is the, is, is the best fit for this team, but you're going to have to give him full control. Bill Callahan might be a best fit for this team going forward as well, but you're going to have to give him full control of this team to make decisions for this team. You're going to have to give this man at least a contract worth saying that Hey, Dan and Bruce, get the hell out of the way. I got this. I'll be the GM. I'll be this. I'll do that. I'll pick my own players. I'll run the schemes that I like to run. I'll do the things that I need to be done around here to clean this up. Because apparently doing it y'all way wasn't making the way happen. It wasn't making any waves. It wasn't doing anything. So apparently you guys have to... Get out the way. Let me handle business. Let me do what I got to do. Because if you don't let me do what I have to do to clean up this team going forward, you will not win another Super Bowl at all in Daniel Snyder's era. Daniel Snyder does not even have a Super Bowl underneath his belt at all, period. This team has not won greatness since 91 when Joe Gibbs was here. Since Joe Gibbs was here, this team has not won at all. But yet you sit up there and you wonder why, why, why hasn't this team been the greatness since Joe Gibbs left the first time? I'll tell you. This team can't put the pieces together. This team doesn't, this team right now is ranked 32nd, 31, 30 in defense. We're at the bottom of the totem pole here, people. Washington has to wake up. We have to wake up. We have to show that we have some pride in this division. We got the Miami Dolphins going down to Miami. Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. We're going to. In Miami. And we got to show up. We got to show up. We got to go out there and show out. We, I mean, put foot to ass. And show out. You think Jay Gruden was the problem. Then show us Jay Gruden was the problem. So that we can move forward. With our coaching staff. But I don't think he was wrong. I, he, And as I was hearing from another fan. He's damned if he do. And he's damned if he don't do. Here in Washington. We got to grow in Washington. We got to say in Washington. That we're going to be sticking by our team. No matter what happens in a season we have to stand by our team we have to stand by them regardless of whether they win lose or draw we have to stand by them just like any other doggone team that has not won a super bowl yet or it hasn't even tasted the glory of a super bowl yet you have to stick by that team stick by the head coach and stick by your people 
Regardless of whether we in a slump or not, we had to stand together. I should not see FedEx Field lit up with another team's people. Nowhere else in anybody else's stadium around the world has filled up with other teams' people to make them feel comfortable like they're at home or something. They should never feel like they're at home. This is our house. And we got to respect our house. We got to do the things in our house to make our house noisy and rocking on Sundays or Mondays or whenever. This team don't have a fan base right now. So that's why the, one of the reasons why this team ain't coming together because we don't have a fan base. The fans are leaving because they know you're tired of losing seasons. But you got to be there. You got to support through thick and thin. We got to fight hard through thick and thin to keep this team going. Team is battling injuries left and right. This team is going through a lot. Trent Williams ain't came back yet. And this might be his last season coming back here. Now I know I ain't going to take up too much more of y'all time with the Washington Redskins no more or, or this division anymore. But I just had to put that out there because a lot of people want to know my opinion on this. And, and, and I want to give it full and verbatim, uh, verbatim from me. You know, I want to let y'all know how I truly feel about this team. Wake up, fans. Wake up. Get out there. Support your team through thick and thin. Whether the coach gets fired tomorrow or today, support them. Go out there and show out at FedEx Field. Go out there and show out at Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. Go down there and support your team. And that's all I got to say about that party, people. That's all I got to say about that. Now, moving right along, everybody. We're going to switch a little gears here. Um, uh, I, I want to talk about week five games a little bit. And, and I'm kind of shocked about certain games a little bit, though, because of how they came down to the last wire. The L.A. Rams lost to the Seattle Seahawks, which we all know last Thursday night. Uh, thirty to twenty nine. I was very shocked about that game. That game, that game went down to being very competitive at the end, and it took one point to win that game. And the Seahawks pulled it off, and they beat the Rams. I'm shocked by it. I thought the Rams had a good defense. I thought the Rams had, you know, a pretty productive secondary, and and you know they were they were doing fine. But it came down to one point. Came down to very good defenses playing each other out, and it just. Came to out to be in a high score game. Of course, we all know Washington lost 33 to 7 to the New England Patriots, which everybody knew that was going to happen anyway, regardless. That's one thing that we always knew that was going to happen. Carolina and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Carolina put out a victory 34 to 27 with the backup quarterback. Uh, McCaffrey. Uh, no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Don't quote me on that. Do not quote me on that right quick. Hold on. Uh, yeah, McCaffrey, or no, Keenan uh, Allen. Kyle Allen came out there, did his damn thing that, that, that game on Sunday. He came out there, performed 17 to 30 completions. He had 17 completions of, out of 30, 181 yards, no interceptions thrown, one touchdown. Had a pass rate of 85 in his game. Didn't do too bad. Didn't do too bad against Jacksonville. He got the win that they needed. And that game was battled out, and it was brutal. Jacksonville, you know, y'all did y'all thing. Y'all held on for a little while. But Carolina pulled that game out. Arizona gets their very first win against the Cincinnati Bengals by three points. That game was a showdown. Kyler Murray leads the Cardinals to their first win, 26-23, by a field goal kick. I, I was surprised to see that game go down the way it was because I would have had the Arizona Cardinals losing anyway to the Cincinnati Bengals just because Kyler Murray was, you know, a young quarterback. But Cincinnati doesn't have really have a good defense that well. They're, they're coached up very good, but their defense is very kind of shady. Their secondary is kind of shady too. But the way this game came down, 26-23, three-point game with a field goal kick, I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at all at Arizona. Arizona, you're doing your damn thing. It's midseason. You're showing that you got some little bit of life left in there. At least you got to win. Congratulations to Arizona. I know I've been ragging on y'all a little bit too long now, seeing if y'all was going to get a win or not, but y'all did it. Now, for Atlanta, 
where is where is all my Atlanta Falcons fans at for number one? Where is my Atlanta Falcons fans at? Because I do not understand where the hell this team is going. This team is this team even woke? Is this team even uh, is this team even alive right now? You're one in four. You're fourth place in the NFC South. This team should not be sinking the way it is. You should not be losing to Houston Texans, even though I even though I kind of feel bad, you know, for Houston sometimes though. But if Houston blew y'all out fifty three to thirty two, that was sad. That was sad. And 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 it didn't even look like you guys even put up that big of a fight in this game. Where is where is Matty Ice? What is Matt Ryan doing out there? Is he playing or are you not playing? What are you doing? What is his coaching staff doing? This team went to the Super Bowl not too long ago. And ain't been back since. This team has to wake up. This team has to wake up. Because if this team doesn't wake up pretty soon, it's a done deal for you guys. You'll be sitting at home looking at the playoffs again, wondering why you guys can't make it to the playoffs. And I can't tell you why you're not making it to the playoffs. Because you guys are not playing like the Atlanta Falcons should be playing. There should be no reason why you're not number two or number at least number one in the division right now. The Saints are winning without Drew Brees. And that brings me up to my next topic of hand right now. My next topic of hand. The New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The New Orleans win 31-24-20. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is killing right now. Led them to three victories out of when soon as Drew Brees went down. They've been preparing for this right now. If y'all don't think that boy ain't hungry... Y'all got something else to say. I have nothing to say about Teddy Bridgewater and what he did and how he's playing right now because he's playing for good football a little bit, though. He's looking okay, even though, you know, he's the backup quarterback for um, Drew Brees. But Teddy Bridgewater's getting the job done. Apparently, he's getting the job done so good that, you know, yeah, he was – he threw for 314 yards, 26 to 34 completions, four touchdowns, one interception. That's not bad for a quarterback. It's not bad at all for a quarterback. And Teddy Bridgewater, I give you all praises for that, man. You're doing your damn thing. You, you're completing your passes. You're getting touchdowns. You're doing your damn thing, man. Shout-outs to Teddy Bridgewater for keeping up the good work. While Drew Brees is down, the main quarterback is down. You're filling in the position. You're doing the job. I want to see how you do next week. When the game comes down to you again next week, I want to see if you can get another W underneath your belt. All right, everybody. Moving right along. Moving right along a little bit. We're going to move to the Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. Danny Dimes, you didn't look good in this game at all, period, baby boy. Danny Dimes, you were <laughs> Minnesota just walked y'all. It, 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 it looks like that. Twenty-eight to ten was the final score. Giants go two and three in the division. Saquon Barkley, you being missed right now by the Giants, and the Giants are y'all falling apart a little bit again. You falling apart just a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit. Minnesota, you kicking it out to three and two to start the season out right now. It's not looking bad for y'all right now. It's not looking too bad for you guys. I think you guys got a little good track of running right now. And when you guys play some good more teams, we'll see how Kirk Cousins does later on down the road. But Kurt, shout outs to Kurt. You're doing the thing. You're doing your job. You, you, you're handling business like you're supposed to. Kurt was 22 or 27, 306 yards, two passes, touchdowns, no interceptions. And he's, and he's going, he's good. He's getting better. Kirk Cousins is doing his job in his second year. In Minnesota, after that $84 million guaranteed money that he got from his contract. <laughs> Better do something. Because <laughs> your job was on the career two line. Uh, moving right along, Chicago and Oakland. I told everybody not to bet. Don't bet against John Gruden. 
But John Gruden somehow, someway gets the job done. Oakland wins this game 24-21 with Derek Carr at the helm. And it was a it was a squeaked out victory though, but hey, it happens. You know, it happens. The Bears lost the ball at the end in 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 the way. They fumbled. Oakland gets the ball back. They drive it down, go score a touchdown. They put them up. They put them up. The Bears had a good fighting comeback. After being down 14-0, one of them two, it, it was a good hell of a fight to come back. They came all the way back from being down, and they just couldn't finish the job on defense. They couldn't hold the ball down. They couldn't hold them down on defense. Couldn't get the ball back on defense, but that's okay, though. You get another shot at it next week. Philadelphia and the Jets, do I even really need to talk about Philadelphia and the Jets? Philadelphia just walked them. Where is Le'Veon Bell doing? Are y'all even utilizing Le'Veon Bell in the correct way? And after you taking off a year, Le'Veon, you ain't looking the same. You ain't looking the same. Your football career is almost like non-existent anymore after you left Pittsburgh. And it it, it don't look too good for you, Le'Veon. I'm I'm just saying that right now with the Jets uniform on. Maybe because sometime you might pick up the speed later on down the season. But for right now, it ain't looking too good for the Jets. It's not looking too good for the Jets. Baltimore and Pittsburgh moving right along. Baltimore hung in there in, in overtime. Overtime had to make this game come about. Pittsburgh, you put up a hell of a fight. You put up a hell of a fight. Shout-outs to Pittsburgh. You did a hell of a job. You did. You put up a good fight. But Baltimore squeaked out a victory by three points and with an end-time field goal kick. And, and 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 it just went the way that it was supposed to go. We all know that. Tennessee, you lost to Buffalo. With Buffalo's defense being rowdy as they are. They put up a hell of a fight. 14-7 was the final score of that game. It just is what it is. It it truly is what it is. It's any given Sunday. Denver and LA. You know, Denver defense. Y'all hang on, y'all hung in there, got your team to victory. Your offense moved the ball. Joe Flacco doing his thing with Denver. He hung in there, got some, you know, he, he did his thing a little bit though, even though he's playing a little bit, a little nervous. But he did his thing, he did his thing, and nobody can be bad at him about doing his thing. He did, he did it. He he got the victory finally again, and that was it. Now moving on to Green Bay and Dallas. Yeah, I know I like talking about the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> How about them, baby? All right. So, Aaron Rodgers goes on. They just go out on a spree. Rushing attacks. Aaron Jones just running the ball. Two touchdowns. Then it was a 20-yard field goal kick. Then it was it was all Green Bay first quarter. All Green Bay first quarter. This game couldn't have been no sweeter than anything. Dallas comes back, field goal kick makes three, uh, makes it in the third quarter. I mean, yeah, in the third quarter it was it was Dallas. Green Bay had a rushing touchdown. Then it was Dallas with a field goal kick. Then it was Dallas again. All fourth quarter couldn't make the comeback that they wanted. It's okay. Zeke didn't do the Zeke got one touchdown run this whole game. Dak threw for 300 yards and threw for over 300 yards in in the second half of this game. Over 300 yards in the second game. Now, I don't know what more we can say about that. But yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Alright, so we're going to move right along with that one too. Aaron Rodgers just looked like he walked into this game, didn't have to throw a touchdown pass, didn't have to throw an interception, threw for 238 yards, and he walked out of there with victory in Jerry's world. That's what he did do. That's what he did. That's what he was going to do. Walked out of Jerry's world with a victory. That was it. Kansas City... And Indianapolis Colts. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. I don't know what to say about this game. I don't really know what to say about this game. 19 to 13, Kansas City. You had P. Mahomes in a whirlwind of trouble, and you just put the pressure on him. You was playing man coverage the whole game. You just put him in a whole whirlwind of trouble. And you kept the trouble going so good that this team just could not handle the pressure, and they just lost. Kansas City takes a 19 to 13 loss, and now they're not the last team that went 4 0 in the league today. So we're going to move right along. Moving right along a little bit, everybody. We're going to move and shift gears a little bit in towards doggone. Um, how about the Mystics? The WNBA topic of the hour right now, everybody. We're going to talk about the WNBA a little bit. The Mystics, one game away. You are one game away from clinching your very first WNBA championship. Deladon came back in game three to get the victory for this, get to help get the victory for this team. Deladon and these girls are playing phenomenal basketball. She helps make this team a lot better when she's on the when she's on the court. And Deladon is a phenomenal basketball player. And you cannot say that she does not deserve this championship that she is about to receive going forward. She is one game away. One game away. The Mystics are in the championship game of their lives coming up in game four. And in game four, I do perceive a victory in Connecticut. In Connecticut. That they win this game in Connecticut and just close it out. They just close it out in Connecticut. Or whether they're home, whether they're away, it doesn't really matter. They're one win away from winning the WNBA championship. And DC needs to really stand up for this team. Because this team has went through hell, fire, and brimstones after getting swept last year. And I know I mentioned this on the last week on the last time we did a show uh last week or week before last, or whatever, whichever the case may be is though, but I just know that this team has a lot of fight in them. I understand that this team has a lot of motivation because after being swept last year, I just remember the game that I watched when they first went into the finals of the WNBA. And they were like, look, we lost last year. We got swept last year. I'll be damned if we get swept again this year to the Connecticut Sun. I'll be damned if we lose this time around when we were this close to tasting the championship trophy, when we're this close to tasting the glory in D.C., bringing D.C. something they can be proud of. Come on now, again, D.C. can be proud of it again because you got the home of the Stanley Cup champions from 26, no, I'm sorry, from 2017 or 2018 season you got the home of the Stanley Cup champions. Come on now. The Stanley Cup champions, that would be the Capitals. The Mystics are trying to make their way and getting their doggone championship trophy that they need to succeed in. Come on, people. Mm-mm. Come on. It's time for us to get a championship. It's time to bring some glory back to the days of D.C., Teams winning something. Come on now. Our, even our doggone arena football team has won a championship. Even though they went 2-14, and 14, by the way. They made the playoffs and they won a championship. Don't ask me how they did it. Don't ask me what they did to do it. They just had to win two games and they won them. They beat the teams they need to beat and got a championship trophy. Now, arena football ain't that big, though, but, I mean, it's not a big league, but they did what they had to do, and they got a championship trophy going their way. And a lot of people don't know about the this, this team, though, but, hey, it is what it is. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen, and we're going to do what we got to do to make things happen here in D.C. 
Now, another team in D.C. that everybody needs to stand up for them and everybody needs to get on their feet and, and, and actually come on and praise them on here because they're one game away from actually doing the damn thing is them daggone Nationals. How damn, how about them Nationals? They just won tonight's game. They won tonight 6-1. The series is tied 2-2 right now. Just 2-2 for right now. They tied up the series. And shout out to the Yankees. They're winning right. They won. They're winning right now 2-0. And the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Oreo and the Houston Astros. I'm sorry. Tampa Bay won 10-3. The Astros are up 2-1. And Atlanta Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis pulled out a uh, victory in the final in, in the 10th inning of the game to tie the series up 2-2. It can go either way, people. It can go either way. I'm hoping the Nationals can beat the Dodgers, a team that nobody thought that they could beat. Nobody thinks they could beat this team and put them out. This is the divisional round here. They need to put them out. They got to put them out to get it in there. Once it gets in, once they get in there, it's all downhill from there. It's easy. It'll be kind of easy going from there because if this game goes the way it needs to go, it's done. The Nationals can cruise a little bit. They can they can kind of go in, in, in this kind of thinking that they can go to a championship World Series game. I wouldn't mind the World Series being here. I don't mind it at all. Shit, hell, I want I want a World Series here. Bring the teams, bring DC some money. Get up on your feet and bring DC some money, so we can go forward and get what we need to get done here in DC. Let's go do it. Maybe that might light a fire under this, this Redskins team in DC to keep it moving. Now, the Nationals are back at it again October 9th on a Wednesday night in L.A. They'll play the Dodgers again in L.A. at 8.30. The game will start at 8.37. Actually, the game starts at 8.37 Eastern Standard Time Frame. In case you all didn't know that, Eastern Standard Time Frame. And they'll be in L.A. playing the Dodgers. And hopefully, they can pull out a victory against the Dodgers in this game. And I'm rooting for the Nationals when their back's against the wall. And they put this team back against the wall, too, with the L.A. Dodgers. I'm hoping the Nationals can go out and pull it out. They're one game away from the conference. I'm hoping that they can go in there, win the conference, and let's get out of here with a W in L.A. But for right now, we got to worry about the divisional round right now where we haven't made it past the divisional round in years. And actually, we haven't even had a World Series here in at all, period, here in D.C., but we need to get one. We need to get one. Mm-hmm. We need to bring it home. We need to truly bring it home to D.C. Now, just a little recap. You know, we talked about the Jay Gruden firing. We've talked about a little bit of D.C. and how D.C. needs to get on their feet for the Mystics and Nationals. We've talked a little bit about the week six, week five recap tonight or tomorrow morning that you guys wake up tomorrow morning and hear the show live again tomorrow morning. For those of you all that are still woke tonight, you know, we can still that one is still here to show tonight. You can hear the show live tonight on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any other subscribing podcast that we have out there, Breaker or Google Podcast or something like that. You guys can also hear the show live out there on these websites right now. Moving into a little bit of NBA. The Wizards in the preseason took a loss today to the Knicks. 99-104. This team better hope and pray that when the season starts, they can get on the road. They got to get on the road and pull out some type of miracles on the road. And beat some teams up in the beginning of the season because they're without really a predominating big man. They got some new players on the team. John Wall is hurt. I've heard a lot of rumors that they want John Wall gone away from this team. I've heard a lot of rumors that, you know, this team is not going to be able to function without John Wall. I mean, I'm hearing it all. But at the end of the day, can't. Bra- and then I've heard Bradley Bill 
is not really going forth with his team yet. He doesn't really want to go forth yet. Then I've heard that some things are not true and that are false about this team. I don't know. I just think that the Wizards need to go out there and they need to find their identity. Find an identity so that way you can get back to the promised land of where you need to in the East. Get back to the dominant role that you had in the East when you guys had it. You guys need to get back to that promised land. Mm-hmm. Because you guys haven't done it in years. You guys haven't done anything in years. Matter of fact, the you know, that pushes back to the 90s when the last time y'all won a championship. Or the 80s. We need to get up. And we need to support our teams. These teams aren't really doing it right now. We need to be able to get up there and we need to be able to show out. And go out. And show out. We need this W. We needed, we needed something to get a lighter spark on us. The basketball teams are out there. We need to light a W spark. We need to get a spark going in D.C. We need to get it. Oh, moving right along. Detroit and Orlando. Detroit takes the loss in the preseason. This is preseason, by the way. Regular season has kicked off yet. Detroit, 91-115 to Orlando Magics. They take a loss to the Orlando Magics. Atlanta and New Orleans. The Pelicans. Zion gets a show out. 16.7 rebounds and three steals in this game. Zion Williamson is showing out right now. Mm-hmm. He's shutting up all the doubters. And I really want to see what Lonzo can really do. I'm not really hearing Lonzo's name being out there a little bit lately. I need to see what Lonzo can do. Can Lonzo get out there and stop scoring nine points? Five re- he has nine points in this game. Five rebounds and seven assists. Lonzo, that's just not going to cut it. Brandon Ingram out there playing 23 minutes just as much as you are. 19.6 rebounds and one assist. Y'all got to get out there and show out, man. Y'all got to get out there and do what you got to do. Uh, Holiday, 21 points. One rebound, three assists. Come on now, y'all got to put this team together. Y'all the young team. And I have faith in this team is going to possibly potentially make a playoff run this year. I, I, and mark my words, I think the New Orleans Pelicans can make the playoff run this year that they need. They got a young team. They have a very young team. And I think they can do it. I think they can do it. I think they can make a, a, a slight playoff run in probably the first round to get knocked out in the first round, though, and the, and the Pelicans will lose in the first round. They'll probably make the number eight seed and just squeak in the victory in the eighth seed. Now, I want to really ask y'all a question, though, out there. I really want to change up topics here a little bit. I want to ask everybody a question about the NFL again. And I know NFL... Topics are getting bland a little bit, though, but it is what it is. And by the way, the San Francisco 49ers are beating the hell out of the Cleveland Browns 28-3 right now. And Cleveland does not have an answer for the 49ers right now at all. And this, this they're outscoring them 28-3 right now, and that is abysmal to the Cleveland Browns. But Cleveland ain't as strong as everybody thought they was going to be this year. I even had hopes in this year. And I said this live on camera, I, I'm waiting to see what this Cleveland Browns team can really actually do. And they're not showing me anything that they can do positively going forward. And I'm waiting to see at the end of this game what they're really going to do and what they're really going to show everybody because they're not showing anybody anything right now. And, you know, Baker Mayfield, as sad as I'm going to have to say this, though, but you're 25% in the red zone. That's not good. That's horrible for going forward. But back to my question at hand. Mm. But going back to my question at hand, though, do you guys think that they should either shorten the preseason up or should they actually keep it the way it is now? Add in a game or two to the regular season or should they shorten it up the preseason and just make it the way it is? Now, a lot of folks probably want to keep it the way it is. Keep four games in the preseason, 17-game regular season. 
But does player health come into play during preseason? Does player health come involved during the regular season? What is it that this team needs to do going forward? Can they make a run for it at the end of the season? I mean, can they can they change it up or will they change it up? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. But at the end of the day, we'll figure it out how going forward this, you know, going forward, how this will play out. Now, my suggestion is I think you should keep it at four games in the preseason to get to know your 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 players in the preseason, get their feet wet a little bit, regular game season, keep it the way it is, potentially, you know, because of the fact of matters that that's what we're accustomed to for right now, and everybody's adjusted to that. And also, too, is is that it, it keeps it kind of balanced because not only do you get a little bit of awakening call of how your team's going to do in the regular season sometimes, but you get to see your team in action for four games in August. And that's when we really everybody really knows football season is coming back in August. Keep the Hall of Fame game going. That's everybody's big game coming back in July, at the end of July, or whenever August comes about. And I think it should stay four games. That's just my personal opinion. I think it should stay four games. But if you all think otherwise, leave a comment under the show, after the show. Leave a comment or review after the show and tell us, tell me what you think about it. And I'll run it on, next, on the next time we do a show. I'll run your comments out there and see what you all think about it. But moving right along, everybody, we ain't got too much time left on the clock. We're only doing an hour show tonight. We ain't got too much time here. But, and just touching bases, you know, we're just touching a little bit of bases here. The national, I mean, going to over to the hockey team. The hockey team is one tonight as well. I mean, the hockey team won. They're doing big things out there. But I'm really, I'm really excited to say that in college, you know, I'm really want to see who's going to the bowl games this year, and how the Maryland Terrapins are going to try to get out of the rut that they're in, because they're in a bad rut right now. After winning two games in the in the beginning, they won two, and they potentially have lost two now. From what is going on right now? They've lost one. I mean, they lost. They won two, lost two. So I'm really excited to see how the rest of their season is going to go. Oklahoma State, you know, they won over the weekend. Saturday, they won 35. I mean, they lost. I'm sorry. They lost to Texas Tech 45-35. LSU beat the hell out of Utah State 42-6. Kansas, Oklahoma 45-20. Oklahoma. Penn State is doing amazing things. They're just they're just beating the shit out of people. 35 to 7. Michigan State, 10-3. Very close game. Won by seven points. You know, just a couple games that's going on. But I'm I'm really excited to see this this Ohio State quarterback that everybody's been talking about around the league now. After the factor of Y'all know who it who Dwayne Haskins is. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins is the starting quarterback for I mean was was is well he's not the starting quarterback right now, but we don't know who the hell the starting quarterback is for the Washington Redskins though, but he's on the team though. And hopefully one day he will get a starting chance to, you know, actually get out there and play as well. But I'm really excited to see this Ohio State quarterback. This this guy has been doing a lot of good things. He's one is he's got his team to a lot of victories. And I'm just really excited to see how he does for the rest of the year. Now, this guy goes out there with a tip on the shoulder every every time he plays. And this guy here, I tell you, he's a baller. He's a true baller. And his name is Justin Fields. His name is Justin Fields. This guy is a true baller. And if you guys don't know about him, y'all better learn about him. Ohio State is sitting right now at six and one. I'm mean six and zero, oh, and first in the Big Ten East. 
right now. They're sitting number one in the first place. They're on a six-game winning streak. Ohio State is not losing this year. I don't think they're going to lose this year. And I don't feel as though they're going to lose this year. But Ohio State is going to do some tremendous things this year. And if Maryland doesn't get out of the rut that they're in, like I said before, and I'll say this again, if Maryland doesn't get out of the rut that they're in after losing to Penn State, it, it it goes downhill from there. They're sitting three and two on a one game winning streak. I no, I'm sorry. They they beat the Rutgers. They beat the Rutgers last Saturday. Beat them forty eight to seven. Maryland, you got to keep winning. You got Purdue up next at twelve p.m. on Saturday. Got to stay motivated. You got to stay positive. You got to go out there and you got to do what you have to do to win the game against Purdue. And Terps are open as a favorite at Purdue. They're playing at Purdue. And their hopes to win. They're the favorite to win in this game. If you guys don't go out there and beat the hell out of this team, something wrong with y'all. And Purdue is not a very good team right now in college football right now, though. But they got to go out there. You got guys got to do what you got to do and win this game. I'm excited for basketball season, though, to see what teams are going to do in basketball season when basketball season starts back up. I know we're in football season, though, but I'm excited to see what, you know, what basketball season is going to look like this year, though. But, everybody, I just want to let everybody know going forward that we will be doing more live shows. And I'm sorry that my co-host is not here tonight. Miguel Love is not here tonight. He's out there doing great, amazing things, getting information for the next show that we do. And he's got a lot more on the Jay Gruden firing. And we'll be talking about this a little bit more on the next show that we do. A little bit of Jay Gruden's firing. And a little bit more going forth with his Arizona Cardinals on the next show. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things going forward with teams. And as we gather more information about, you know, what's going to happen going forward with this with, with both our teams going forward, we'll give you all the most information going up there and trying to see what teams are going to do next going out there. Thank y'all for listening to this podcast tonight. Like I said, you guys can listen to it on iTunes. You can listen to it on Google Podcasts or any podcast format out there. Please leave us a rating. Please drop them comments on there. Leave comments out there. Leave us everything that we need so we can go off your energy and we can feel the energy of you all. Positivity, negativity, or have y'all want to talk about y'all teams. Rep your team on the show. Leave voice comments that you guys can want to leave out there. It's not that hard to go to a voice comment. Leave a voice comment on there so you can hear your name on the show being shout out on the show. I will be putting out there also... Your voice comments out there, reading your comments on the show, live on the podcast format. So if you guys want to hear your name being shout out on the podcast, let me know in the comment down below. Comment down below on the show. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Just go underneath a review and leave a review on the Apple Podcast. Thank you guys for listening again. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and it's been another edition of The Riddle Sports Show, everybody. And I'll see y'all. And I'm signing out from the Rilla Sports Show, everybody. Y'all have a great morning, great night, and I'll talk to y'all a little bit later going forward.